It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Toyota Genuine Accessories. Designed to integrate with your Toyota. Text the show anytime on the SENSA text line 0427 154 166. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Oh, yes. Welcome along to your Saturday. It's the best day of the week, as we always say. Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs with you. It's good to be back after a long break. We're feeling, I don't know, a little bit refreshed. (laughs) Um, All here, thanks to our friends at Toyota. Toyota, genuine accessories engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Coming to you from number one, King William Street, Studio Lumo. As I say, good morning to my good friend, Bryce Gibbs. Bryce, how are you going? Oh, good morning, Tommy Lyon. <laughs> Jeez, it's good to see your face again. I oh, know. We pinged a couple of texts and sort of, you know, stayed in touch over the last couple of weeks, but but yet to see each other. So um, did you have a good break? So, I mean, you've been on air for the last couple of weeks, but uh, what did you get up to? I have um, been working with uh, the new recruit. Jared Walsh, yeah. who's uh, who started pretty well, so that uh, the mornings have been going really well. Yeah, good to good to get Saturday mornings up and about. I've missed it. Yeah, it's the time of the weekend where you can really start living your life, as we know. Absolutely. But uh, I had a really good break. Yeah, a really good Christmas break. Uh, it seems to come and go really quick, as uh, as it usually does. Just had a really quiet Christmas. Family mm-hmm. um, did uh, did all that uh, jazz, and then uh, had a wedding in Perth. Yeah, uh, which was really good and. Yeah, before you know it, back to back to the grind. Yeah, judging by your socials, it seemed like you had a bit going on over the break. I've seen you sort of gallivanting around with a variety of big sporting names and identities. So I I know because you've posted every one of them on your Instagram. I saw Lockie Neal, Harry Mackay, Marnus Labashane, Kyle Chalmers, Patrick Cripps, my personal favourite, Billy Frampton. Have <laughs> <laughs> Have I missed any of them there? Uh, uh, you've you've done you've you've been stalking me. I well, some of them you sent to me, but <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's I I'm not a huge social media guy, so you can usually oh. tell you can usually tell how many beers I've had. Yeah, depending on how many posts are going up totally. at any one time. So yeah, sometimes I can get a little bit trigger happy if I've uh, tipped a couple in, but um, <laughs> a couple of those guys I actually hadn't hadn't seen for. Since like pre-COVID, so it was. Uh, it's always good to catch up with mates and. Yeah, you know, nice. It's just uh, good for the profile, I suppose. Oh, absolutely. Keep, keep, building well, the, keep building the brand. As far as their profile goes, because you're sharing a picture with, say, I'll give an example, Marnus. Is Marnus also sharing a picture with, say, I've run into Bryce Gibbs, the Adelaide Crows champion? Well, I, he asked me. He goes, you know, I'm, my. Who are you? My, my, <laughs> my followers are, are just stagnant a little bit. Can you just wax something up on your socials just to yeah, boost yeah. me back up? I said, man, I, no said problem. I can sort that out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's a favour. So you're really just doing a, doing a job in increasing their status. It's just people helping people, Tom. What, That's right. Like, what can I say? I mean, despite having less followers, it is a, a big favour for Manus. <laughs> oh, well, man, yeah, it's good. You've been gallivanting around. We had a... Uh, Text exchange at the tennis because uh, I love the going to the tennis now. I've never been to the tennis before these holidays and I went along to the Adelaide Open, um, Adelaide International. My lovely wife, Jessica, was hosting it. Oh, and so you're a plus one. 
Certainly, I've always been a plus <laughs> one. Mate, I've always just been the little doggy bag that gets dragged around and into these big events and, uh, you know, the media events and uh, utilising all those freebies. But so once again, I was doing that at the Adelaide <laughs> Open and uh, I get this text from, um, you know, when you've got the hotspot on your Apple phone and people can share files with you. So it'll say like Bryce Gibbs wants to share this picture or Tom wants to share with you this picture. Look down at my phone and I'm sitting among all the uh, fans getting ready for the big game and uh, Novak's about to come out maybe in about 15 minutes. And I get a message uh, saying Novak Djokovic would like to share a photo with you. And I thought, surely not. And I reckon he's, because he's, the, with a hot spot, you've got to be sort of within the vicinity of about, I don't know, 40 metres, 30 metres or so. And he's gone to do it, obviously, with someone else and accidentally shared it with me as well. And he sent me this picture. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So get, let me get this right. You're sitting at the tennis. Yes. About to watch the Joker play. And he randomly sends you <laughs> yes. an, an airdrop photo. Yes. Of what? Effing bizarre. He, so, and it's, you know, reasonably intimate. He's got, uh, here's the picture. He's got his hand up. He's giving a gesture of five. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at this photo yeah. and it's, I can confirm it is the Joker. Yes. With his hand, yeah, with his hand up. He but sent that to you. He sent me, he's accidentally sent me a picture. So I've got running down. To, I'm like, this is, this is incredible. So I've gone running down telling Je- Jessica who's hosting, see if they can, you know, make something of it. And, um, and I just wonder, you know, how could, that could have been something really intimate and it's lucky it wasn't, but, um, <laughs> If it was, I definitely would have sold it to news.com. Well, can we – so does that mean you got his number now? Can we give, get him on the no, show and give him a, give him a buzz? Unfortunately, uh, it's just an airdrop, so there's, <laughs> there's no number there. But he uh, – I would love to know, hey, on uh, 0427 154 166 or 1300 736 736 if you've ever accidentally sent a text to someone that they weren't meant to receive. I know a few of my friends have done this, something – say they're bitching about the boss and then they send it to the boss. I know there would be a few people out there. Let us know. Have you ever done that, Bryce? Uh, I'd, I've ne- I don't think I have ever done that, but someone's done it to me before. Mm. Um, I think I might have actually mentioned it on air. It was um, Bo Ryan, uh, Bo Ryan the, the ex-NRL <laughs> yeah, player. Yeah. He hit me up on social media thinking I was the NRL Bryce Gibbs. Right. So he yeah. went off on this tangent and telling this story and – I was, I'd let him go for a little bit just to, yeah. <laughs> just to see if, Soak it up. see what happens, uh, let it play out a little bit. But he actually thought, yeah, I was the, the wrong Bryce Gibbs. So that was yeah. – um, I did eventually pull him up and say, you're, uh, you're texting the wrong dude, Bo, <laughs> which was pretty funny. But, um, yeah, he was a little bit embarrassed, but uh, that's what happens. Yeah, I, I have a mate who – I'll tell you about this one later on, but he has a cloud that shares across the whole workplace. So it's like an iPad. If all the tradies have an iPad that they use, but the cloud shares things across all the iPads. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you about this later. It was a, a very a risque problem. Wayne from Aldinga, great to have you back on Saturday morning, boys. Thank you, Wayne. Uh, what, I once got a random airdrop from Gibber at Flinders University <laughs> Stadium <laughs> Get him to call me after the show. Nice rig champion. <laughs> wow. Oh, wait, that no, a, sorry. That wasn't, that wasn't for you, mate. Was a ex, one of Bryce's many, many X-rated photos that he pings around to, uh, to his wife. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, plenty coming up on today's show. Of course, we're gonna uh, we want to do something positive. You know, we want to talk about. I'm I'm excited for the footy season ahead. So we were going to delve into Port Adelaide and the Crows' prospects and talk about the top three things that we're excited for bo- for both of these teams. Well, it's getting closer, isn't it? Yeah, we're, we're hearing. A lot of the teams are doing like match sim and intra-club uh, games and stuff. So with, uh, you know, there's, there's some meme getting around. There's 50 days left of pre-season <laughs> before round one. So it's actually creeping up pretty close. So we'll uh, we'll start talking about our teams and passing on to our listeners what we're excited for, what we're looking yeah. forward to from our, from our Crows and our Port uh, Adelaide sides this year. Absolutely. It's going to be a fascinating year to see where they land and, of course, the expectations on – both the clubs, there's uh, you know, probably the Crows are due for the finals after about five years. And, and Port, of course, I mean, what is a pass mark for Ken Hinckley? He's uh, really got to win a flag almost to um, to keep his job. We're also going to check in with our good friend Jared Walsh, the new star of Weekday Brekkie. Of course, him and Bix are going to be on very soon this week. And... Uh, we're going to check in with how you were tracking Bryce and he's going to do a little bit of a handover of, of a special segment that I liked the sound of and I, I want to bring it to Saturdays. I've got one week left on Brecky Radio and we're going to, uh, going to take it over for <laughs> That's Saturday right. mornings. Nicely corrected. Thank you, Bryce. And also movie reviews. We've got a preseason song for the Crows coming up as well, a little celebration of how they're going. It's all coming up on your Saturdays in SA. We're here for... Uh, Toyota genuine accessories engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Coming to you from Studio Lumo, number one King William Street, Lumo Energy Australia, uh, powered by Lumo SA. Toyota genuine accessories designed to integrate with your Toyota. Text the show anytime on the SENSA text line 0427 154 166. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Hey, good morning to you. We're creeping up to uh, nine o'clock now. It's Saturdays in SA with Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs. We're here thanks to our good friends at Toyota. Genuine accessories engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. And Lumo Energy Australia broadcasting from SCNSA Studio Lumo SA at number one King William Street. We are powered by Lumo Energy. Bryce is a little bit kicking around this week. You know, the AFL... Uh, headlines are starting to ramp up, bit of talk. Obviously, Josh Dunkley's, uh, you know, poleaxing his old club. and uh, <laughs> he did have a few cheeky drive-bys. Yeah, as if he doesn't he? know what he's doing there. Um, <laughs> a little bit kicking around in the media this week. I liked this one from um, Jakey Saligo from Adelaide. He was talking about what, a, what how he's going to handle the bigger-bodied midfielders uh, kicking around in the AFL because he's, he's quite slight, but he's very nimble. You just learn that you can find other ways to beat them in a contest apart from using your strength. So I'm very big on footwork, so I use a lot of my feet work and good to learn all those different things. Yeah, I'd love to play in the mid, get more mid time. And um, my biggest um, improvements were driving my legs. Uh, I want to take the game on a bit more. What what is he talking about there? Yeah, he he makes a good point. Mm. I mean... If he wants to play more as a, a centre square bounce player, midfielder, you're obviously going to be – he's only pretty slight, um, 77 kilos, 180 yeah. centimetres, so he's on the smaller side. So when you're coming up against guys like a Paddy Cripps or yeah. um, a Christian Petrarca who are, you know, big balls, like Paddy Paddy's 194 centimetres or something. Yeah, something ridiculous. like an old could, ruckman. Could g- genuine play key forward. 
So when you're, when you're fighting out of your weight division by a good 10, 15 yeah. kilos, it can make it tough. So I think what he's trying to say there is he's not going to get – if he wants to spend time uh, in a centre bounce and be playing against these guys, he, he can't get caught in a wrestle because he's just going to get pushed yeah, off the ball. Ragdoll. So, you know, being able to to be light on his feet, which is obviously a strength, he's got yeah. really good agility and sort of sitting off those bigger guys and, and making them think, oh, where is he? Trying to find their back, yeah. trying to trick them to think that he, they're coming in from the left side when they might be coming in from the right side and using that little bit of speed and agility to get the front spot and time it for when the ball comes down. Comes down. So I think that's what he's trying to say there and uh, you see a lot of those guys that – that come into the the midfield who aren't that that heavy and don't have the weight behind them. Mm. They they can use different tactics to actually to win the ball. So uh, sounds like he's been working over that uh, this preseason. Yeah, look, that's something that excites me, and we'll talk about a few of the things that are exciting us about the Crows and Port later in the show. But um, you know, I don't entirely subscribe to you have to have a large midfield like a couple of guys at one ninety centimeters and and big balls to uh, have one of the better midfields in the AFL. I think you can, you know, you look at players like Lockie Neal or how Jake Slee goes, you know, on an an upward trend, you can get by with maybe not everyone being tiny, but, but most of them, I think that that's a myth that you have to have lots of big balls in there to have a great midfield. I think it comes down to balance. I mean, if you've got a couple of guys that are exceptional around the stoppage in terms of cleanliness with their hands uh, who might not be as explosive and quick but then if you complement that with someone that's got genuine leg speed and can burst out of stoppage um, they complement each other really well so mm. whether they're big or small it doesn't really matter but as long as you've got a good balance of of different dynamic in in a centre bounce I think a lot of the clubs these days look for that and try and, and try and find that where they can. Yeah Jakey Saligo mentioning his, uh, about driving his legs through. I loved the look of him last year. Just sort of he's got that little dance step to uh, step around guys and distribute the ball really well. Now, uh, Josh Dunkley during the week, he uh, had a couple of drive-bys for his old club at um, the Western Bulldogs. He's talking about doing his pre-season at Brisbane and the differences he noticed. It's been a great pre-season so far. The boys have come back really fit and, and are running really well, um, which has been a bit of a change-up for me too because we didn't really run a lot at the Dogs as much as what we do here. So um, it's been great to be able to yeah, change the stimulus, I guess, of training and, and sort of get to know new people and do new things. And, yeah, it's refreshing in the mind and the body and I'm feeling great and looking forward to it. A little it, bit more running. It was a little bit of a cheeky jab and... Without being disrespectful, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the fun and games are starting to, to come to the floor already. <laughs> uh, and I think they play each other around three or four, yeah, so pretty early in the three. season. So uh, I dare say you should circle that, that one, one in the Absolutely. calendar to just watch because we all know Josh um, Dunkley is a, is a great player uh, and tried to get out of the, the Bulldogs twice. So uh, the Bulldogs have got a, an unbelievable Midfield, you're talking about Bontempelli, yeah, uh, McRae, Bailey, Bailey Dale, Bailey, <laughs> he's in the back Bailey, line. <laughs> uh, Bailey as well. So, oh um, yeah, yeah, Bailey, yeah, uh, yeah. To to compare those two midfielders, they actually are pretty close. It's hard yeah. to split them, but uh, he, he certainly said Brisbane's is better. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's good to 
be uh, with uh, playing with these players. So um, I'd be I'd be fascinated to watch that game uh, come round three or four. Absolutely. I'll be looking forward to it. And of course, he says that there was a little bit of a Twitter spat where he's commenting, oh, people are taking this out of context. And I wasn't trying to say that. But when you are so highly trained as a media person and a footballer of what you will and won't say and what will be taken by the media to do something, he knows exactly what he's saying, doesn't he? Oh, there's no doubt. <laughs> there's no doubt. And I remember uh, a couple of my press conferences first for the Crows. Yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah, you want to obviously pump up your new team and, yeah. and get around them, but um, yeah, you need to have a bit of fun with it as well. It's all, yeah. it's all. Most of it's lighthearted, and totally. he's obviously still got some some great mates, and we'll have mates forever. But it uh, creates a bit of theatre, that's for sure. Totally, Beveridge saying that uh, Dunkley went just for the money. I doubt that. I mean, he tried to escape that joint a couple of times, so there must be a little bit more going on. Uh, Mitchy Hinge during the week, he's uh, said that – now, everyone's expectations are different. To me, the Crows are probably just on the precipice of finals but maybe not quite making it. I'm not, I'm not actually sure. But it's been five long years since they've made it and uh, I think people are getting – th- I think the time of rebuilding is over for a lot of people. That That's done and they want to see finals action. They want to see progress. This was uh, Mitchy Hinge's opinion on that during the week. I think, to be completely honest, I reckon that finals definitely shouldn't be out of the question. It should be probably a bad minimum what we'll be pushing for. I mean, coming out of last year, we did play some good footy and we did, although we were young, we've got some, you know, some really good talent. I think going forward, it's it's not just acceptable to keep pushing teams to the end. It doesn't matter how good they are. I think we want to be pushing every game and, and looking to win every game. And I think last year, especially myself, I mean, it was the first year I played a few games and, and just got a little bit, I don't know, I, I finished the year just being unsatisfied, to be completely honest. And I reckon there was a lot of boys in that boat as well. So, yeah, we want to be playing finals and we want to be pushing to win every single game. You were there for that interview, Gibber. What, what were your thoughts when you heard that? Yeah, well, it sounds like they're internally they're setting for finals or that'll mm. be the the yearly aim, the yearly goal that they're, they're setting themselves out to be. And would they win eight games, I think, last year? So, I mean, you would want to see an improvement on that. Uh, we know the, the competition's going to be extremely close yeah. this year. I mean, you, you look at the teams and where they're at, I reckon there's, there's 10 to 12 teams that could genuinely fit into the eight. So they, they're going to need to improve not only on eight games but improve more than the, yeah. the other teams around them to, to fit into that top eight. So it's going to be uh, extremely difficult, I think. Mm. Um, and I think they get off to a pretty tough start. They got a, a pretty a few hard games early on in the year. So um, they're going to have to try and win as many games at home. Obviously, that's the, the advantage there. But uh, you're going to need, you know, 12, 13, 14 games to, to make it this year. Even more, maybe. Really? Yeah, it's 12. going to be pretty tight. Yeah, definitely going to be more than twelve. Actually, it was twenty-three rounds. So, um, yeah, it's going to be tight. There's a whole big cluster of teams there. We've got a, a text from Dogger at Peterhead. Boys, enough talk about the fruit tingles. Can we talk about an actual contender, please? The power to win the flag and big dicks to win Col- the Coleman <laughs> up the pair. Oh, uh, Charlie well, Dixon. I, love I think big he's Dicks. referring to uh, to there, not his uh, big deck out the back that he's just <laughs> built over the summer. Don't um, you worry, Dogger. Uh, look, Dogger, we're going to come to the power very soon. We allocated a whole bloody twenty minutes to this because um, they've got a lot of a lot going on this year, Port, don't they? 
Yeah, well, it's it's now and ever for Port, isn't it? They, yeah. uh, uh, we all know how well they recruited uh, last year. They didn't give anyone up as well. Yeah, you know, I, I'm intrigued to see um, where Jason Horn Francis starts, if he's ready to go, you know, right in the guts or if he might be rolling from a forward flank and back up into the guts. It'll be interesting. We'll keep the text coming through. Where do you think the teams are going to finish this year, either the Crows or Port on 0427 154 uh, Les- Leslie from Port Augusta, Tommy, actually. Oh. Great to hear you boys back on air and back in the hot seat, Tommy. And she wants to know if you've got a song for us today. Well, Obviously, uh, last year made famous for the, yeah. the songs that you brought to the show. So uh, have you got something special for well, us today? Well, I was going to hold it till a bit later, but look, Leslie, we've got uh, a time quota that we need to fill. So, uh, look, I'm happy to go with it now. I, th- I think it's a fascinating watch on uh, Adelaide Crows pre-season and um, – I reached out to Ed Sheeran and he had his very own take on what the Crows are feeling and thinking and most predominantly where the fans are at with their mindset for Adelaide's preseason. White shorts, red face, preseasons at Westlake's super edgy fan base. It's been five years since we made the eight. This flag can't wait. Do we need Neil Craig? Well, I've been in the game a long time. Long time. They <laughs> say we're the Adelaide team. We just lost Fisher Casey. Are we still rebuilding or ready to jump into the eight again? Are the kids growing into men? Could Rochelle light up Friday nights? And if the fog stays on the up again, and Miller never plays for it again, <laughs> he's running half by. Just let our angels fly. That's right, I'm calling our crows baby angels. <laughs> and if Butts ties down the back end, chuck Nick Murray in the ruck again. <laughs> At least he can win a tap <laughs> to our angels tonight. <laughs> let Ned McHenry fly. Our crowing baby angels will fly. <laughs> yes. It's uh, back with a bang. Thank it's you, sir. back with Look, a bang. And our little crow chirp, too. That's, <laughs> uh, that gets me every time. Yeah, look, we don't, I don't want to lean on that too much through the year, but uh, the crow has to make a cameo. <laughs> well, I hope you're happy with that, Leslie, because yeah. that's uh, it's started off with yeah, a bang. Yeah, little baby angels will be watching our angels fly this year. Hey, you are listening to Saturday's NSA, Bryce Gibbs, Tom Lyon, and we're here for Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Uh, keep your texts coming through on 0427 154 We'll try to get to all of them as we go and we'll be back very soon. Toyota Genuine Accessories, designed to integrate with your Toyota. Text the show anytime on the SENSA text line 0427 154 166. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Good morning. Welcome along to your Saturdays in SA. Just after nine o'clock, our Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs with you for Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system and coming to you from Studio Lumo, SENSA. 
USA's studio, Lumo, at number one King William Street. We're powered by Lumo Energy. Bryce, uh, big season of SANFL coming up. How How is South tracking? What's your view on uh, how that – I mean, obviously you're going to say great, but – Yeah, everyone's flying. Yeah, everyone's flying, everyone's aren't they? as fit as they've ever been. Yeah. Um, is it the best ever? They win the flag, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, yeah. you know, all the, all oh, the good, good stuff. Uh, but, no, it's exciting. It is, Tom, because obviously yeah. the, the AFL season kicks off a couple of weeks before the sandfall, so we have to wait that little bit longer. But yeah. we're also starting match sim and, and doing all the fun stuff, not just getting flogged and running laps and shuttles and <laughs> yeah. all the good stuff that pre-season dishes up, all the stuff I'm not very good at, mind you. So yeah, right. it's nice for everyone to come back to my level and yeah. just play yeah. games. And <laughs> I can, it's uh, a footy now. That's, that's it. So, uh, no, we're going pretty well. Um, just looking forward to the start of the season and getting it underway. But uh, we, we had the draw drop uh, yeah. last week or early this week. Yep. So. That's always a milestone. You can sort of pencil in when you're playing who and who do you think for South? What games are you looking at and going? God, that's going to be a cracker. It's a credit to the Sandful and the Sandful clubs and on recruiting and mm. the the footy programs they're putting out because the competition's extremely close. It's extremely yeah. competitive. So there's sort of not too many games that will come easy. So yeah. as we know, uh, as a lot of things, it comes down to injuries and. And uh, who's um, in good form and whatnot, but uh, I, I can see North Adelaide being really strong again. Mm. Obviously, Nord coming off a premiership. We spoke to Twig Rawlings during the week, and it sounds like they're pretty well placed again. Um, Glenelg uh, will be strong. Uh, Sturt uh, will be competitive. Like I could name pretty much every, every yeah. side. I mean, the the Crows and Port. Depending on injuries, we yeah. saw the Crows have an, an unbelievable year in the Sandful last year and Port struggled with with the injuries that they had. So, yeah, um, yeah it's going to be a, another very competitive season, but uh, one where we're looking forward to. So you think Port are going to be okay? You think they're just they're going to bounce back a bit from last year? Well, they didn't lose anyone, did they? Yeah. Which only uh, makes their depth stronger. And if, if they're fit and healthy and don't have too many injuries, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. Uh, well, as well true. as the Crows. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's going to be another headache for uh, for Sample sides this year. Down at Albert and Down that, at Albert. Bloody Oval. Yeah, Albert. <laughs> Actually, I, I like playing at Albert. Yeah. It's all, well, it's always in pristine condition. Yeah, the grass nice refurbishment. Cut to the, the perfect millimetre. Um, yeah, I enjoy it. It's big oval, a lot of yeah, space. No PTSD from that time you got spat on? No. Uh, that's, <laughs> those days Those days are well and truly gone. And the new facility they've got down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. The old away change rooms were horrible. Shit-ass. Like horrific. <laughs> yeah. You would nearly walk out of there, you'd catch something, like leaving those chow, the shower block and the, the change rooms down there. But now it's like amazing. Yeah, Better yeah than lovely. The, as good as an AFL sort of setup. Right. So, the uh, times have changed down at Adelaide, yeah. Tom, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, definitely. They're moving up in the world down at Port Adelaide. Uh, so despite the uh, that blimp-shaped thing going down in flames this week, did you see that? that the dome. The dome, yeah. What even is that? I've got no idea what it what it even does. I actually, we might have a bit of audio. Uh, yeah, a pr- producer, Chase. Uh, so for people who don't understand what the hell this dome is, 
Uh, producer Jace has assembled something that will explain it. Once a towering cornerstone of construction, now very much on the ground level. Turned around and went boom and just went <laughs> Workers nearby witnessing the dome's unfortunate deflation and internal coating of foam designed to give it strength, no match for today's gusty winds. Oh, it looked like someone smashed a polystyrene box and it went off in the wind. That's basically it. Seen a heap of... Yeah, so... <laughs> That's the take on on uh, what happened, and then there's uh, this. I, I don't know what we're about to hear right now, but producer Jace has assembled something to to better explain what that dome is all what about. What ruthless madmen could have done this to us? The government. <laughs> My name is Russ Cargill, and I'm head of the EPA. Port Adelaide has become Whoa! the most polluted city in the history of the planet. Drama queen. To prevent your poisons from spreading, your government has sealed you all within this dome. <laughs> Believe me, it's the last thing we wanted to do. I do own the company that makes the dome, but that's beside the point. What are you telling us? We're trapped like rats? No, rats can't be trapped this easily. You're trapped like carrots. Okay. Well, that's uh, clear as mud now. We, I'm sure everyone knows very clearly what the Port Adelaide Dome is all about. I thought about. we were Thank off to a good start uh, Saturdays in SA. Yeah. We might have just come down a, a notch. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, right. Right. <laughs> we just, I think we just lost a ratings point. Jase has walked out. He's not happy. Uh, so nah, that might be it. one for the text line, Tommy. Yeah. 0427 154 uh, Listeners out there, tell us the worst change rooms that you've had to use out at, out in a community, uh, whether it's that's cricket or volleyball or footy, whatever it may be, because obviously clubs and sporting yeah. complexes don't have the funds to have the most lavishes lavishes lavish uh, are you trying la- to say lavishes <laughs> mark lavishes lascivious is a word that means sexual so i think you're I've, trying to say lavish i've had a real shocker just there i'm not going to lie this uh, this segment hasn't uh, gone to plan but uh, get on get on the text line and tell us the 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 worst conditions you've had to use in terms of change rooms for uh, for sporting, That's a good one. Sporting codes. Yeah, no doubt there are a few throughout suburban Adelaide grounds. Uh, I, I've been to a few. That's 0427-154-166. We are here for Toyota. Genuine accessories engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Now, stay around, Port fans, because up next we're going to do a deep dive on Port's 2023 season and, and the Crows, of course, what we're most excited about and how this team's going to take shape, where are the kids going to fit in, how it's all going to work. We're going to be with you back soon. Toyota Genuine Accessories, designed to integrate with your Toyota. Text the show anytime on the SENSA text line 0427 154 166. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Oh, yes. Welcome along to Saturdays in SA. Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs with you. We've been having a lot of fun and the text line, text us in on 0427 154 166, a lot of interesting ones coming through. We're here for our friends at Toyota. Toyota, genuine accessories engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Bryce Gibbs, the time has come to talk about Port Adelaide right now because they've got an exciting 2023 ahead. There's a a bit of a freshness to this team, I reckon. There's uh, some kids like um, Josh Sin, who hasn't really come through yet, who I'm looking forward to seeing, and, of course, a big Boom Recruit, your special friend there, Jason Horn Francis. So a lot to look forward to for them. Yeah, there certainly is, Tommy. And, you know, they were very active in the, the trade period, as we know. Uh, and they actually didn't give up anything. We no. thought to try and get some of these big deals across the line, they might have to give up a Mitch Georgiades or 
or yeah. you know someone of that ilk, uh, Xavier Dersma, to to get you know a Jason Horn Francis, a Willu Rioli in, but they actually, to their credit, didn't have to do that. Yeah, I and think it... Riley Bonner's name was thrown up as well in that <laughs> in that conversation. So, um, in terms of a, a playing list, they've kept everyone together. They've got great youth mixed with some some experience. When you're talking about Boke and Wines yep. and Dixon and, and these guys. Uh, Jonas, their skipper. So, um, in terms of a list profile, they're they're in the right in the hit zone. Hit zone. They're ready to go, and we we all know they were a, a better side than they were on the ladder last year. Obviously, yeah. the zero and five start makes it extremely hard to come back from. Yeah, yeah, that really screwed them. And I'm just going to go into to three points that I'm looking forward to. Yes, to watching Port uh, happening this year, and and it. The first point is about the start. So I'm yep. very intrigued to see how they get out of the blocks. Uh, and looking at their draw, uh, the first five games, so I'm going to compare okay. it to last year, 0-5. Yep. Uh, they did extremely well to claw it back and, and nearly Hang on, knock, make knock. the finals. Knock, knock. Who's there? Owen. Owen who? Owen 5. <laughs> you've, you've been sitting <laughs> on that, haven't you? <laughs> no. Um, so we, we know in the competition now, I've already mentioned how, how even it is. Getting off to a good start mm. is going to be paramount. So although their draw isn't as smooth sailing as as okay. they probably would like. So, so they play Brisbane at home. Yep. Oh, that's tough. That's a tough one. They travel to the MCG to play Collingwood, who we know. Yeah, that's tough as well. They have the showdown, home showdown, yeah. which – can be Tough. pretty competitive most of the time. They did yeah. blow them out in the in the second showdown last year, but Adelaide will be up and about yeah, early yeah. in the season. So there's no guarantees so far. Then yeah. they travel to Sydney, the SCG. Wow. Sydney are, are extremely Coming hard to beat on their own deck. And then they come back home to play the Bulldogs. Okay. So Brisbane, Collingwood, Adelaide, Sydney, Bulldogs. So you would think they would have to win at least three of those games to yeah. – to, to get the ball rolling at the start of the year, so it's going to be it's going to be on from the start. Well, I think they are going to throw the kitchen sink at it. They'll they'll have an awareness around what happened last year, and yeah, hopefully they can come away with three or even even if it's two. You know, it's it's like it's not zero and five. Well, you'd think the, the showdown <laughs> could be winnable. The Bulldogs at home is certainly winnable, and then they're going to have to win one of Sydney, Collingwood, or Brisbane. I think. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, intriguing to see how they start this season. Yeah, look, they could pit Brisbane. Brisbane usually at the start of the year, they're slow starters sometimes. So we could see Port beat Brisbane earlier in the year. So what else are you looking forward to, Bryce? So I'm looking forward to seeing who is going to be Port Adelaide's next All-Australian. So we saw yeah. Connor Rosie take his game to another level and there's there's a lot of guys that can do that. So not only take their game to the, the next level, but if Port – uh, uh, serious contenders this year, and, and I think they can bounce back into the finals. Uh, off coming off the back of a pre uh, prelim final only yeah. two years ago, their players are going to have to play well. So, who was going to be the next Connor Rosie to really elevate their yeah. game uh, to to all Australian type status potentially? And the obvious okay. one is Zach Butters. Yeah, yeah, right. So, obviously, he took he took his game to another level two years ago. Um, making the All Australian squad, yeah. uh, injuries cost Curtailed him. Cost him last year, but uh, he's looking looking forward to bouncing back this year. So he, he's the obvious one, yeah. right? A couple of others that I think can can challenge him for that. I think 
Dersma. Xavier yeah, Dersma really? is really setting himself to have a big year. We've, we've heard him speak in the media about um, being being the one from that Rosie Butters draft that he hasn't quite yeah. got his game to where he think it can be. And I think if Porter up and going and, and him running running hard on the wing, getting involved, can hit the scoreboard, getting the arrow out, which Yeah, which yeah I love to can, see that bow and arrow. I think he can he can really have a big year. I feel like something changed in him last year. It felt like he was squibbing some of the contests and, and some, I don't know if it was obviously to do with his injury that he his approach just changed slightly. So hopefully he's mentally recovered from last year. Certainly down on confidence. Wasn't yeah, he? There's no yeah. doubt about that. One you've mentioned a couple of times, Josh Sin. Yes. Uh, I think he's ready to, to take the next step and I think he can really fit into that Carl Amon wing spot that's beautifully. That's um, that's available now. He's been battling a, a little bit of an injury over the preseason, so he's probably his preparation's not quite where he wants it to be. But yep. uh, I think he's folding back into to full training over the next couple of weeks. So he'll be looking forward to ramping that up. And the other one uh, that's a bit of a smoky will be Mitch Georgiades. Now yeah. his name was thrown up a lot through that that trade period. He could be the one to to the piece of the puzzle to move on to help get picks back in to, to get the, the Jason Horn francis deal over the line. Yes. And I reckon if you were Mitch Georgiades, you don't like to pay attention to too much outside noise, but you do hear it. Yeah, and sure. that sort of stuff can motivate you to, to take your game to the next level. And if Port are going to be a serious finals contending team, if they want to push for, for top four, um, if he can have a big year, that'll certainly help him do that. Yeah, you'd love to see... 40 goals or some, something around there because he's not the big hulking kind of forward. He's like your third tall, a bit of Jack Gunston, but aerial kind of thing. Well, I'd like to see him up on the wing as well. Yeah. Being, okay. He, being run up and down the wing. He can get back. As you said, he's good in the air. He can get back and help chop the defence out, but then also push forward on his opponent and, and take marks in the forward line as well. So a good mix of that half forward, third tall, but get up on the wing and, and move around a bit with a bit more freedom. Yep, yep. Okay, there you go. There's is there one more? There's one more. Yeah. I couldn't leave my man yeah. Jason Horn Francis uh-huh. out. Um, boyfriend. I'm <laughs> I'm looking forward to him playing more as a mid. Yeah. Uh, North Melbourne played him more as a forward in his first year, uh, pinch hitting in the midfield. Uh, he obviously needs to get a bit fitter to be able to, to be able to do that. I know he's yeah. he's been determined in this off season. We know about his his uh, surgery prior to Christmas. Obviously interrupted. That preseason plan a little bit, but he's back, um, and I, I'm really looking forward to him playing as a genuine centre square mid. Hopefully, hopefully a seventy percent mid, thirty percent forward. That sort yep. of that sort of breakdown, because um, as an inside mid, he's tough, he's hard, he tackles, he's relentless, and he is that player that can burst out of stoppage like a danger mm. field, um, like a like a Petrarca ball under his arm, fend off a few opposition, drive the ball inside 50. And uh, he can also hit the scoreboard, yeah, Jace, no as well. So if he can be a goal-kicking inside mid, and I think the competition will be – we'll see the arrival of, of yeah. Jason Horn francis this year. Yeah, yeah. Porter have got a real gem there. I mean, that goes without saying. But um, a lot a lot of people don't talk about as well his defensive pressure. Like, that was one of the things in his draft year. His tackling is elite. Like, he lo- he loves to uh, 
get a good tackle in there and, and make sure that he applies that pressure. So that's going to be fascinating to see how Jason Horn progresses. Hey, um, look, a couple of texts here, Bryce. We were talking about the uh, Port Adelaide change rooms and how they've evolved now. They've become a little bit more lavish, a little more comfortable for you. Uh, and we're talking about the worst change rooms you've been around Adelaide. Roger from Daverin Park says, once we played in a country league, won't name the club, but the away change rooms had showers with no shower heads, like getting hosed down. So, okay, this is getting hosed down, <laughs> like you do with yeah, your that, toddlers. That's not ideal. And yeah. for anyone that plays sport, having a shower at the end of the game, win, lose or draw, sometimes it's the best time of the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah, after yeah. singing the song, yeah, Particularly after win, with the boys. Just that's uh, Everyone's out there. You got love a out. shower. And when you've got no shower heads or uh, like Dave has said from Thebiton, the away change rooms at Abedin were awful in the – in the eighties, no hot water. Right. So when you've got no shower heads and you've got cold water, that'd probably be the two. If you, Worst. if you're going to leave a footy ground in a bad mood, I guarantee those two things will, will make that happen. Particularly if you've got, you know, 10, 12 boys standing up, you know, those circle showers that they used to have where the, you all stand in a circle around the shower and the, the water is supplied to everyone <laughs> around that, that pole. And, if you envision that the water is cold as well, you know, some of the boys are just not feeling as proud in those moments, aren't they? You're talking about prison, are you? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's another whole story. Adelaide Watch House. <laughs> Shout out to my boys in the uh, remand centre up there. <laughs> All right, we've got to get to a break. Uh, keep your sex flowing through on 0427 154 166. You're on Saturdays in SA with Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs. Toyota Genuine Accessories, designed to integrate with your Toyota. Text the show anytime on the SENSA text line 0427 154 166. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Good morning. Good to be with you on Saturdays in SA. We're creeping up to the news. Uh, keep your texts coming through on 0427 154 166. The worst change rooms you've ever been in and uh, I have a memory from a teenager playing footy somewhere around somewhere near Ridley Grove though it was and and the uh, walls had stains all across them and, and uh, there was a real repugnant smell throughout and the showers were as as we were talking about before the the shower head was there but it would just squirt at you like one <laughs> just one stream yeah it was almost like someone standing above you just one stream coming down on you poor shower pressures the worst. The third thing in line for a no shower head, cold water and pressure. Yeah, yeah. Sort of real yellow prison conditions <laughs> we're talking about there. Uh, coming up, hey, we're going to check in with your new friend, Jared Walsh. He's uh, going to fill us in on what to expect from Bix and uh, how you're tracking. Also, he's going to hand over our special new segment, The Bryce is Right. I, I tuned in for a little bit, heard a bit of it, and, and I'm going to put a, a bit of a twist on this one as we bring it across from weekdays to its true home, Bryce's true home, Saturday mornings. Oh, so you put me, you throw me under the bus straight away. I've, we're on today, are we? We're on today. Oh, we're right. we're going to uh, yeah, test. Fire up. I better yeah, yeah. It's going to be some Googling. It's going to be mainstream movies because, of course, on Saturdays we can spread our wings. You know, we can delve into a bit of culture and we're going to talk about mainstream movies. This is going to really test you, Bryce. We're going to get excited about that with Jared Walsh coming up next. Are you ready? 
Toyota Genuine Accessories. Designed to integrate with your Toyota. Text the show anytime on the SENSA text line 0427 154 166. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Oh yes, good morning. Welcome along to Saturdays in SA. All for our good friends at Toyota. Toyota Genuine Accessories engineered for optimum performance working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Just after 8.30 now, Bryce Gibbs, we've got one of the fresh new stars of SEN on the line right now. He's uh, going to be joining Mark Bickley this year as a earmark. Bro, you've, it must be must listen for you. His name's Jared Walsh. He's a bit of an everywhere man now. He's popping up everywhere. He's your new best friend. Good morning, Walshy. How you going? Morning, guys. Thanks so much for the birthday wishes. I'm having a great morning uh, waiting for the gifts. Cheers. You didn't give me a chance, did you, Walshy? You just straight into it. <laughs> no, I thought I'd get in really early because um, it's a beautiful Saturday across South Australia. I'm, yeah. I'm getting ready to take my two-year-old daughter swimming, which is a... Uh, look, it's a unique experience in itself when you have a look around at the Largs Bay Swim Centre and there's a group of uh, middle-aged men singing um, Ring-A-Ring-A-Rosie uh, yeah. in the swimming pool together. It's, it's very cultish, so I can't wait to spend my birthday doing that. <laughs> How good. Uh, did you score breakfast in bed from the kids, Walshy? Of course. No, no, I had a, a couple of meltdowns and um, I had to basically just hand them the iPad and just basically gather my thoughts and uh, just prepare to listen to your show, guys. So I'm oh, pumped yeah. that you're on Saturdays every uh, every week on SCNSA. Oh, thank you, Bryce. You know, I see uh, Walsh and I both live down the Largs Semaphore Way, and I see him from time to time. He might be running along the beach and uh, showing off that beautiful rig. Or, Shirt uh, off, no doubt, 100%. Oh, hey. Not even wearing pants either. He's uh, just sweating it out, and, and it's a beautiful sight to behold. Well, she's just going to ask you, coming across from commercial radio, you know, where it's all the bells and whistles, and, uh, you know, I came from there as well, you've got to try and sell a lie to the listeners. How have you felt coming to SEN where it's just kind of genuine conversations and a bit, a bit more realness to it, I would say? I can give you the uh, pretend answer or I can give you the real answer. Yeah, the- yeah, real Okay, the real one is I've had the most enjoyable three weeks on radio I've had in my whole life, and I worked at <laughs> another at, at another place for almost twenty years. And honestly, I'm I'm absolutely loving SEN. I think it's because of um, it, it's something where there's trust from the bosses, which is mm. brilliant. There's um, a really good collective of people that have common goals of just connecting with an audience from a place of authenticity, which I'm, I'm all about that stuff. So it's been, no, it's been amazing. So I've, I've had a great time. It's been awesome working with Bryce and we were, we were messaging a couple of nights ago saying we're re- really finding our groove. And then basically he needs to substitute for Mark Bickley just because he won two Crows premierships. He thinks he can just step in and kick anyone yeah. out. So um, no, it's been, it's been really good, Tommy. And we've, yeah, as you said, we've both had experience in different kind of formats of radio, but this has been something where, um, I feel like we are creative people and we have full license and trust to Mm. be creative knowing the boundaries that we can't cross. And I feel (laughs) trust and support is something that um, is really important to me. So I love it. Uh, I have to uh, agree with you there, Walshy. My my experience, very similar coming across. And uh, yes, you speak of boundaries. I may have crossed a couple and I'm just learning about them now, but um, very well said. I did said. see you Very... at the Christmas party. You did cross plenty of boundaries. <laughs> party, I, I think yeah. uh, our friend, yeah, you may have confused me for our friend Bryce. Or have you ever met Bryce's alter ego, Bruce? Because he's the person who arrived at the uh, Christmas party, I think. 
I meet Bruce at about 20 to 6 every morning before he has oh. his quadruple shot coffee, trust me. Oh, wait till you meet Bruce ringing you at 2 a.m. Uh, just on a dance floor, tearing it up. That is uh, that is a sight to behold for sure. I'll be looking forward to that. But Bruce and Bryce uh, has been brilliant. Um, so it's been a really good experience. And as I said, like I remember conversations that we had towards the back end of last year, Bryce, about what you're doing in 2023. So I'm, I'm stoked to be able to work alongside you because it's, it's not often in radio that you can say you actually get along that the pe- with the people that you work with. Um, when the mics are on and off. So we're we're lucky to be able to do that for just, now. Oh, it's gee whiz. Genuine pump just the ties up session, isn't it? Obviously uh, his hand reaching oh, under your oh, chair there. Head just is getting bigger and bigger here. But uh, <laughs> you're obviously um, involved with a lot of teams, Walshy, and you can really tell when you're talking about different codes and different teams, especially the, the SA teams, uh, you're really passionate about sport. Uh, and I think it, that's really come out in the last three weeks. Um, can you tell us your love for sport and, and obviously the, especially the, the SA teams that, uh, that you're involved in as well? Yeah, I'm a big nuffy for mm. South Australian sport, but I think what I, what I love most about it is um, the connection with the people that you meet that make up the organisation. So what, what I love about um, my connection to the teams is actually getting to know the people behind the athlete. And I feel that that works in, in our favour as well, even over the past couple of weeks when we've had guests on, um, they know that they can trust um, myself and, and you because um, we are going to ask questions that aren't going to stitch them up for a bit of clickbait or we're not just going to throw them under the bus for anything. We we care about the people that are just trying to do their job in a professional sense. So um, the, the, uh, sport aside, the, the connection to the community as well is amazing. So I love the fans and I've always said like there's going to be a time whether it's next year this year the year after that I'm not going to be working in live sport and I'm literally going to be on the other side of the fence so the only thing that separates me from the fans is I've got the microphone so um, that's why I want the fans of all of our clubs to think that I'm, I'm just one of them because I authentically feel that so I'm passionate about these SA teams wanting to do well and doing well, but also it's more than just, if you think of footy terms, it's more than just the 22 that take the field every day. It's all of the staff. It's the volunteers. There's so much that goes into a match day that we don't see. And I I feel that they are just as important. So it's sharing a bit of love to everything that makes up sport in South Australia. Nice. Yeah. It's good to see you, uh, your journey online as well. Walsh. I I know I watched a lot of your videos and uh, it looks exciting. It looks like you almost becoming the second coming of uh, Mark Soderstrom because you're just <laughs> everywhere, all the time, occupying Adelaide spaces. And um, it's good to see. Now, the reason we've, we've uh, brought you on here while she is, I want to get your insight on this new segment uh, that I've been hearing called The Bryce is Right. Now, that's an incredible pun. What was the yeah. inspiration? Where did it, were you in the shower? Were you on a jog? Like, how did that pun arrive in your mind? Yeah, it's pretty complex, but I'll, I'll try and keep it as simple as possible. <laughs> Basically, I um, I was thinking about Bryce and his name. It's um, it's Bryce, <laughs> and then um, I just thought of something that rhymed with it, and I thought the lice is right, yeah. um, which wouldn't work because I don't have hair, and Bryce has delicious hair. And then I thought, okay, the mice is right, and I thought we could bring some yeah. live rodents into the studio. But that's Jace, our producer. He comes in at about ten past six every morning, so that's the rodents taken care of. And then um, I went with the 
The Bryce is Right, which wow. I loved watching that show growing up. Um, Larry Emder, the host of it, and watching, like, I, I wanted to win everything and play on the showcase. <laughs> so um, I thought it was great. And, um, yeah, to be honest, I just wanted to take this opportunity and look forward in the future knowing that it's going to pick up a radio award at the end of the year. And I wanted to thank everybody. Yeah, well, we'll have to talk to the powers that be about uh, entering entering the first few as a, an ACRA, which I'm sure the general public uh, know all about the ACRAs, which is a, basically a radio circle jerk where we all come together and pretend we're important for a little while. Um, while she, well, we want to uh, get your permission to, uh, from time to time, we want to do the Bryce's Right on Saturdays, maybe uh, reinvent it a little bit and, uh, you know, just share the love of that segment on Saturdays. Do, do we have your permission, mate? Yeah, absolutely not. No. <laughs> We're all part of the SCN SA family, so guys, you can you can definitely share that um, if the Bryce is right. So I'll send you an invoice because I own the intellectual property for it. Um, and as you would know, like a as a musician, Tommy, it's it's about the royalties that I yeah. get. So you go your hardest, but just know it's going to be drip fed back into my bank account because I've got a wife and kids that need to yeah, provide. Well, if so it's, go for it. If it's like song royalties, you may earn 90 cents every three weeks for when, when we play it. So um, that should be exciting for you and your family. While she is so good to, to have you on for a chat, what can we expect from you and Bix, mate? Mark Bickley uh, is a man who – it's funny because not many people know he actually has a sense of humour. So he is going to be quite humorous inconsistently, but um, Bix has a really good analytical approach to sport. He doesn't just yell and scream. He he comes in and has a really well thought out analysis of what's happening in sport around the world. It is going to be great to get an insight, obviously in regards to what's going on with the Crows this season and and the pressure that Matthew Nix might be under, but also the same with Ken Hinckley. He's under just as much pressure, if not more. So Bix really drills down on the analysis. Um, He's got Mm. a real Really good reputation amongst um, the Crows fans. All the Port guys hate him because he elbowed Daryl Wakelin in the face. So yep. we're going to um, address that really early in the show so he can apologise to the whole Port Adelaide community and Daryl Wakelin's face. Um, but he's going to be he's going to be brilliant, mate, and I'm, I'm pumped to, to work alongside him. The only thing we do know about Bix, which is 100% guaranteed, he'll never buy a coffee because he's the biggest tight ass I've ever met. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to how this all plays out, hearing you both together. Thank you so much for jumping on for a chat, Walshie, and uh, you have permission to take my baby beautiful boy, Bryce Gibbs, back for another week, and uh, and then we're bringing him home to where he belongs on Saturdays. Hey, thanks, Bryce. Were you planning to ask any questions throughout this? Because Tom just spoke for 15 minutes. Are you there? Is your mic on? <laughs> no, it's, for, he, it's, he it's the first show. The, it's, the, it's the first show, Walshie, and uh, Tommy's been chalking at the bit to jump back in the big boy seat, so uh, I've just let it... You, there is so much energy coming out of Tom Lyon. He's frothing, and I'm all for it. Boys, well, <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Jared Walsh, our new star of weekdays. Good to be with you, mate. Thanks for coming on. Uh, please keep texts coming through on 0427-154-166. We're here for our friends at Toyota. Genuine accessories engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Toyota Genuine Accessories, designed to integrate with your Toyota. Text the show anytime on the SENSA text line 0427 154 166. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Uh, Welcome back to Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs, Tom Lyon with you for your Saturday morning. Having a good time. Keep the text rolling through on 0427 154 166. We've heard about a few of the most appalling change rooms in Adelaide after 
Bryce went to uh, Alberton throughout the year last year and noticed that they've done a refurbishment and it's looking nice compared to the days when they uh, spat on you running down the race, mate. (laughs) And the cold showers (laughs) and the no shower heads in the toilet and all the rest of it. But, uh, yeah, the times have definitely changed. Absolutely. Um, I love the old school shower where it was just one shower in the middle and the boys had to all stand around in a circle facing each other. That's what is inspiring. Now, Bryce, this is a new segment that you've uh, begun during the week with Jared Walsh. The Bryce is right. We throw a few questions at you. Come along from uh, during the week with Jared Walsh. The Bryce is right where we throw a few questions your way. And today's theme is mainstream film. So we're branching out on Saturdays. We're delving into a bit of a culture. Producer Jace has done an opener. Now, this interests me. Bryce Gibbs, come on down. <laughs> Today's showcase features an all-expenses-paid trip for you and three mates to beautiful Norlunga. <laughs> Staying at the magnificent Flinders University Stadium Resort, you'll enjoy the magnificent vista views from Jono Parker's office as you roll out your luxury <laughs> swags. Enjoy top-shelf coffee from Jimmy Dean's Restaurant if the machine was cleaned oh, the night before. If not, I probably wouldn't risk it. Park around the oval at your leisure. Toot the horn when your favourite team kicks truly. Or hide from the rain in the one grandstand on site <laughs> which faces into the prevailing wind. Along with this dream getaway, you'll Jesus. enjoy $5 <laughs> spending money. All of this could be yours if the price is right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, now, that is the beauty of uh, producer Jace. He's operating in a – you know when there's genius and you've got to take a risk to do to get to that level of genius. There's a, he's taken a risk. He's assembled this uh, beautiful opener for us. And I reckon, you know, sometimes people write, but I think he was in a, a flow state there, wasn't he? Did you write that, Jason, or did you just improvise? He was certainly he in the zone, improvise, he? Yeah, he, he seemed like he was in a real flow state just And I tell you, if you've never been down to Norlunga Downs, <laughs> yeah. hearing that package, that sounds like God's country. It is, and it certainly Somewhere is down that's, there. That's where I want to be. Apart from when the kids throw the rocks off that bridge there, that's uh, – you know, got a bit, dodge those ones as you as you're on your way up. Just avoid the rocks, and then you're good to go for the restaurants down there. Now, okay, this is movie themes, Bryce. We're gonna have a listen to a film, and you're gonna tell me which one it is. Here we go. You ain't kidding. <laughs> Plan A taught you. The five-point palm exploding heart technique. Of course he did. Tricky one to begin <laughs> with, Bryce. <laughs> well, Come on, mate. I can confirm I haven't seen this. Okay. Or it doesn't ring you a bell. You are kidding me if you haven't. I have. I don't think I've seen this. Okay, but pow, that one is Kill Bill 2, starring Kill Uma Thurman. Jeez, that was a tricky one. That I, was I've a seen, tricky one. I think I've seen Kill Bill 1. One, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't quote you. The, the five-point uh, heart exploding technique. Gotcha. Which, uh, means, that means nothing to me. Well, it's yeah, gone straight that, over my head. It's, I don't know if it's real or made up when you see it. She just kind of taps around his heart five times, like, yeah. ba, 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 and then uh, the, he goes for a wander All into right. his garden. Look, I'll have to watch it. I'll okay. Watch it. All right, moving it. on. All it's right. it's going to be downhill skiing from here for you, Bryce. You'd don't you worry. So. Okay, next film. All right, yo, DJ, spin that shit. Time. 
ring any bells? Uh, this one does. Yes, yeah. yes. My man B-Rabbit. Yes. From, uh, from 8 Mile. Ring-a-ding-ding. If I had a sound effect, I'd press it. That's, uh, that's oh, there we go. Look, thank you, Producer Jace. Um, now, coming up on this one is a 90s film and it's uh, stars, I'll give you a clue, stars Matt Damon. It's not your fault. I know. No, no, you don't. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> I know it's a, it's a tricky one. I'm struggling. I don't know the quote either. That one is good will hunting. Good will hunting. Haven't seen it. Won an Oscar. There you go. Okay. I haven't seen it. If you ever want to hear what Bryce sounds like when the last leg of his multi didn't get up, this is uh, him. <laughs> Hey, off to a bad start today. <laughs> no, this is That's not right, what we want be, on our first show. It's going to be a little more challenging with me. Okay, two to go. Here we go. This is going to be uh, – I, I am predicting you've seen this one, Bryce. No, I didn't rig those charges. Your man, your plan. Do I really look like a guy with a plan? You know what I am? I'm a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. Surely. Yeah, Mr. Heath Ledger. Yes, in, uh, the all the Dark Knight Rises, the Batman. Yeah, yeah, the Dark Knight. Well done, mate. That's you. uh, you know, I Jeez, saw. I needed to come back. Come yeah, back there. Jeez, what's that? Two and two. Two and two. So this one's really the decider. Uh, comes down to the decider. I saw that uh, speech for Heath Ledger's parents did at the Oscars, which was um, really moving. That was uh, another premature death in the celebrity world. Okay, moving on. Here we go. <laughs> Goodbye. Wait, wait. Why don't you come in and we'll talk about it? Lauren? Get some rest, Pam. You look tired. Looking, judging by your face, there's some confusion there. Did you hear her say, there was a bit of a gimme there, did you hear her say Bourne? Jason, is it? Jason Bourne. I'll give you a clue. It's Jason Bourne. Can you predict which one? I'm going to say the first one. Papa, wrong again. Two out of five, Bryce. We're going to surely improve on this next week. Um, you've been listening to the Bryce's White. <laughs> the what? Sorry. Get the, the, Bri- the Bryce's right Anglo-Saxon no, Saturdays in SA. We're here for our friends at Toyota. Genuine accessories engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Toyota Genuine Accessories, designed to integrate with your Toyota. Text the show anytime on the SENSA text line 0427 154 166. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Oh, good morning to you. Just after 10 o'clock, welcome along to Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs, Tom Lyon with you for the morning. I'll get this one out, Bryce. All for our good friends at Toyota. Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. And our friends at Lumo Energy Australia, we're coming to you from SENSA Studio Lumo at number one King William Street. Now, Bryce, we did promise this. We want to bring something positive to the table. We want to talk footy. The Crows and Port, you've covered Port Adelaide's end of things. So I'm going to cover Adelaide, what we're looking forward to, the three things that uh, I'm looking forward to seeing from Adelaide this year. Okay, number one, Bryce, I'm looking forward to seeing how all these bits fit together. So hopefully that synergy and flow 
in their game. You know when you, you've got Jordan Dawson possibly going from halfback to a wing, uh, seeing his disposal go inside 50, and I'm talking like the forward line of t- – we've got Tex, Fogg, Rochelle, Rankin, Tilthorpe, and McAdam, uh, possibly a rotating mid in there. You know, I I'm, I'm just want to see – how it all flows and works together with these new players and the kids, of course, the midfield with Saligo, we just heard before talking about how he wants to step into the midfield, how that's all going to flow and how the systems go. So if you were Matty, Nicks, Tommy, Jordan Dawson, obviously uh, had an unbelievable yeah. year and was arguably one of the, the recruits of the year, where would you play him? Would you want him off half-back, slicing and dicing with his foot? Yeah. Do you want him on the wing, running and carrying, delivering the ball inside 50? He's obviously a weapon in either position. If if you were the man in charge, yeah. where would you want to start him? I think he's got winger written all over him because we've got, uh, you know, the Josh Worrells and a few floating through down back. You've got Wayne Miller, who hopefully they will play in his rightful position down back because he was garbage up forward. And uh, it felt like last year that Geordie Dawson was just chucked around as a fix-it kind of guy. And I'm not sure if when he was coming to Adelaide, if that's what he would have wanted, just to be thrown around everywhere to kind of fix up problems. I'd I'd love to see his disposal going inside 50 because that, would you say, has been a problem for Adelaide, uh, butchering the ball heading inside 50? Yeah, yeah, it has. And that's the money kick at the yeah. end of the day. If you can if you can hit up your forwards in good positions in the forward 50, it obviously uh, makes it easier to kick goals. But when you've got the likes of Isaac Rankin coming in, Rochelle, if they're going to spend mm. more time in the midfield, that's what we're predicting, that's what we're being told, you're going to get some of that, that beautiful Plus. delivery leading inside 50. And you had Jordan Dawson on the back of that as well. Uh, I think Tex and Fogg and... Uh, Phil Thorpe are going to be licking their lips. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see. So, you know, obviously if they can get Rochelle and Rankin through uh, the middle and delivering it well, Geordie may go back and I'd be fine with that. But we really need that good disposal going inside 50 and that's his real weapon. So that's my number one. Number two is quite similar. Seeing all the babies cooing from the same cot, Bryce, I want to see... Berry, Schoenberg, Rochelle, Rankin, Saligo, Worrell, maybe Cook or maybe Pedler. Um, you know, the word from training is Max Michelini is training the house down as well. There's so many young guys there. Also, Tilthorpe. So this is a side that's unrecognisable from even a couple of years ago. I think Bar Texan, Sloan, uh, the rest is completely different from that 2017 grand final side. So I, I want to see most of these young kids take a step up and really kind of look unafraid uh, against those bigger teams. Yeah, I think Tex come out and said in the media at some stage that you mentioned this kid, Max Michelaney. Yeah. He might have timed his run perfectly being a first-year player because Josh right. Worrell's under a bit of an injury cloud at the moment and the way he's been training and has developed over this preseason, we might see him be in the mix for a round one berth. Okay, that's some good insight there. He looked slight when he began. He's, I'm sure he's built on a little bit there. But, yeah, Max Michelini. And speaking of the kids now, Tilthorpe, he interests me because he's got a skill set that uh, not many big men do. He's got that agility and that um, clean ball take, like, off the ground. I, I want to see him having his way in the middle of the ground. We, you know, we've only seen a, a score, you know, 
what he's like up forward for the most part. We, I want to see him thrown around the ground and what, what he can do around the ground. What, what are your thoughts on Tilthorpe, Bryce? I reckon he's got huge, huge yeah. upside. And, yeah, you're spot on. Not only up the ground as a relieving ruckman, say, but I'd like to see him up the ground as that, that centre-half forward. I mean, Tex can do that and mm. and will continue to do that. But allowing... Um, Tilthorpe to to do that at times, he can turn into a bit of a bit of a Nick Rewalt. I think he's got yeah. the height, he can mark the ball, but he's got a tank. He, his two k time trials uh, are in the top, you know, five to ten at the footy really? club for a big fella. So he actually moves really well. Um, he's pretty mobile for for a big fella. So to be able to get up, you know, take some relieving marks from the halfbackers coming out of out of the back 50 they can spot him up on the wing as a forward then he can duck down and and rip forward and get forward Jeremy Cameron type yeah, that, yeah. that got high work rate um to to get up and down and blow blow their defenders up so uh, another preseason in the gym obviously he'll be yeah. stronger again to to be able to to you know handle the the key the defenders that that'll try and go to him but yeah, if he can run them around more, that uh, that can be very, very dangerous. Yeah, I'm not, he's also a good mark. Like a lot of people uh, heard in the media saying that he he's not a good contested mark. He is. It's just where he gets stuck is if he's in a one-on-one wrestle because he's not f- fully developed, say, last year, then he usually loses those. So it'll be interesting to see if he's put on that muscle and can handle the, the one-on-one wrestles because he's a good mark as well. So... That is just a really exciting thing to think about is Tilthorpe running up and down the ground, having his way at ground level and uh, taking those relieving marks. He's going to be great. So those are my top three for the Adelaide Crows this year. It's an exciting year ahead. Expectations are that after five years out of the finals that they should give it a nudge. Uh, There will be a lot of pressure, as there always is in the Adelaide market, if they don't, Bryce. Well, it is, and... Supporters and, and members, uh, they can be a bit impatient at yeah. times. And, and all we've heard out of the uh, the Adelaide camp for a couple of years, you know, this rebuild, we're, mm. we're starting again. And that's uh, that's a good three or four years in now. And as a, as a fan, as a member, you, you want to see that gradual growth each year. And they're at a point where they need to start, start getting wins and start uh, delivering on your word, as you just said. So... Uh, again, it'll it'll be a crucial to to start the season. Uh, I think they've got GWS Richmond, okay. which will be uh, a tough one. They're uh, they're looking pretty good this year. The Tigers, the Showdown, which we spoke about earlier, and then a couple of games against Fremantle and the Gather Round Carlton here on a right. Thursday night. So certainly a couple of winnable games in there, though. Yeah, yeah, but none are for sure. So pretty tough starts for both the Crows and Port. GWS, you know, they've had their way with Adelaide the last couple of times. Bizarrely, at Adelaide Oval, just absolutely pants them. So it's a fascinating year for Adelaide. Let us know your thoughts if there's something different that you're excited to see for the Adelaide Crows this year. 0427154. One double six. It's good to be with you. Saturday morning, best day of the week. We're here for our friends Toyota. Genuine accessories engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs will be back very soon with some cricket coverage from our handy producer, Jace. He's been all over it. The Big Bash final is coming up as well. So we're excited for that. Toyota Genuine Accessories, designed to integrate with your Toyota. Text the show anytime on the SENSA text line 0427 154 This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon.
Good morning. Welcome along to Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs, Tom Lyon. Loving the text coming through at the moment, Bryce. 0427 154 We'll be able to read a few in a sec. We're here for our good friends at Toyota. Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. And we're coming to you from our studio, number one King William Street, broadcasting from Studio Lumo SA. Powered by Lumo Energy. Now, we thought we'd bring producer Jason here for a little bit of a cricket chat because we saw the uh, heat uh, get over the sixes and now we've got a final coming up tonight, mate. We do. G'day, gentlemen. Look, before we get to the cricket, sorry, I've got some, a little bee in my bonnet. Yes, um, okay. Something I have to get off my chest. It's not with either of you two. I'm going to take on LeBron James this morning. Jesus. I'm going straight to the top. Hang on. What? Right. Caesar. All right, so... I've given you some audio, all right? I just want you to, to play. This is LeBron James talking. So the Los Angeles Lakers on Wednesday, they knocked off the, the New York Knicks, okay? Beat them in overtime. It's not a big win. Yep. We know LeBron is in the discussion as one of the greatest of all time. But let's have a look because earlier in the week, they played my Boston Celtics on the okay. Sunday, yeah? And they went down in overtime. So they've won one in overtime and they've lost one in overtime. LeBron James, I want you to, to have a listen to his thoughts on the two games in question. The game was decided by the players. In Boston, the game was decided by the refs. So it was more demoralizing. You know, it's no, I mean, we tried to, but I mean, obviously what happened in Boston was what happened. So... Um, tonight, the game was decided in the regulation by the players. Two good, two good defensive stops, Jalen Brunson stepping over for AD. Um, and then AD locking down defensively. I'm giving a little help. So the game was decided by, by, by the players. Right. Sook it up some more. How about that bloke? Well, now, LeBron, yeah. who do you think you are? Do you think you're Michael Jordan? You've gone Pretty to the CD Garden, got <laughs> towed up by the mighty Celtics. Jesus. And you're going to blame the refs because you're a sook. Did Give you, me a spell. Did you see how the end of the game unfolded? Yeah, I did actually. And he, <laughs> the, the arm chop that he copped when he went to the basket. Oh, <laughs> come on. That stuff happens yeah. every week to our beloved 36ers. You know what I... Antonius Cleveland almost <laughs> got to get shot to get a foul these days. Uh, very good. I, I want to see after AFL games. Like, do you remember in the 90s when uh, the coaches would come out in a press conference and just go, well, we got absolutely shafted by the umpiring I would like to see that come back because right now you can't touch him. Well, if you can get the club to cover the fine that comes <laughs> yeah. with uh, with having a, a rant like that. Is that right? You, uh, yeah, you get handed down a couple of thousand dollar fines. So yeah. that's no, why they stay away from boys. It. I've taken a complete U-turn from what I'm supposed to be here talking about. No, look, I, I like uh, – I've listened to LeBron James's sleep stories. That's He puts me to sleep at night. Have you have you heard of those, Chase? I have heard of them. I haven't indulged. They are incredible. He's got such a smooth, lush, big voice and it's like he's just sort of wishing you to sleep and he tells little stories about basketball and his childhood. It's um, magical. Well, he's You're just looking... about to become the – NBA's leading scorer in the next really? couple of games. Really? Well, of too. all time? He's only about 80 or 70 points away from uh, taking over. So huge, wow. huge feat. Yeah, 
That's why they call him the GOAT. Now, uh, Go with Chase. that. Um, and then you've got uh, Tom Brady retiring and you've got Novak Djokovic winning another tennis yeah. tournament. What a debate the greatest athlete of all time could be. But that's not what we're here to talk yeah. about. Um, you've brought me in to talk about cricket and I've completely yep. sidetracked you, so I apologise for that. No, no, we needed to hear that, mate. Yep. The Sydney Sixers were at home. They took on the Brisbane Heat, both sides Fairly undermanned, it's got to be say, uh, said, because uh, yeah. there's a whole heap of very good cricketers at the moment who are on a plane and over in India. So I think four of the starting lineup of the Brisbane Heat, including Usman Kawaja, who yeah. eventually got there um, <laughs> after some visa issues, and uh, Manus Labashain, they were both out of the side and over in India. So it didn't matter to the Heat, though. They got the job done in the end. Their bowlers did the trick. They took the Sixers nine for 116 in their 20 overs, the Sixers batting first. And in the end, it was Michael Nisa yeah. who probably should be over there in India with the rest of that team. Um, he did it with the bat in the end, 48 not out to get his team over the line with 10 balls to spare, six for 117. Lots of wickets tumbling throughout the evening. It was a very, very ordinary pitch at the SCG yeah. for T20 cricket. Um, and the Sixers are out. Dan Christian's career is over. What a career it was. Mm. He we- he waves farewell well, and drives off, rides off into the sunset. <laughs> played, and, for, uh, played for every, uh, played every for team. Every side, didn't he? The, uh, yeah. Big Bash. So, uh, played for the around. Strikers, the Brisbane yeah. Heat, yeah. the Sydney Sixers and the Hobart Hurricanes. Okay. Yeah. So, well, you got to go where the money flows, don't you? Won nine T20 titles around the world, Dan Christian. An incredible career yeah. and probably could have had another 50 to 100 uh, caps for Australia too. He's a uh, very Not underrated short. cricketer. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's one of the – is he he's originally from South Australia? No, originally from New South Wales. Okay. Um, but did play for a fair time here in Adelaide. Spent some time here playing for the Redbacks and for the uh, uh, the then Adelaide Strikers. Yeah. So, Jase, can you just sum up the the granny for us? So, the Brisbane Heat take on the Perth Scorchers. Obviously, the Perth Scorchers have been the standout franchise since the BBL started. Yeah, yeah, they are uh, rightly hosting the final over there. Our very own SEN call team will be in command, and we would they would normally be chatting while I am for I'm sort of speaking for them because they're over yeah. at WA. Peter Vlahos and George Bradley Hogg, one of the greats of Australian cricket, but. A bit early for them. Uh, they're two and a half hours behind us. Yeah, so they're still very early. Lads, and they're going to late night ahead. So I've sort of uh, subbed in for them. But, look, we, we know defensively with the ball, the, the scorches are amazing. Their bowling yeah. lineup is ridiculous. I mean, uh, Jai Richardson's been out for most of the tournament and they still find ways to get it done. Lance Morris obviously won't be there. He's in India as well. But uh, Matt uh, Kelly with the ball, uh, Berendorf, they've just got so many options with the ball. Um, that it won't bother them. They'll be uh, – AJ Ty, I mean, he's probably the best bowler in the tournament right now. So it's going to be hard work for an undermanned Brisbane Heat yeah. to get the job done with the bat. Okay, um, well, that'll be a fascinating watch. I, I will tune in for that. In honesty, I'll watch that. But I've got to ask you a question. So over the summer of BBL, it seems to happen every year. My interest just kind of wanes in and out. Like It's like I tune in at the start. And uh, get get really interested. And it kind of just go. The summer goes on. I feel like this is the case for a lot of Australians. It's really hard to engage the. And I don't know what the reason is. It's hard to engage the BBL for the full season, or, or to really become captivated. I'm not sure if if we need 
feels like each team needs a couple more star players, a couple more draw cards to really get it going. How, how do you find it, honestly? Well, cricket's a different animal to, to football. So, I mean, our long season is either football in, in the southern states or NRL um, for New South Wales and Queensland. So, look, we you know, we follow that for 27 weeks of the year. When you get to cricket, you're used to series and tournaments, and mm. that's how we've traditionally followed cricket. So I'm a bit the same as you. Like, five-test series uh, might be five one-dayers and three T20 internationals. We're used to short, sharp, shiny contests yeah. against various teams. Now, T20s change that perception, but the tournaments around the world are all run much quicker than this. So, yeah, yeah we, we're, like going to, we're going to be changing that next year, that's for sure. That was my suggestion, Tommy. Shorter season. Yes. That means you might get to hold on to potential your biggest stars, your, your test test stars, your, your imports that you get in. And there's always a build-up to the start of the tournament. If it's done in a shorter period of time, you're going to be more inclined to pay attention, I would have thought. Yeah, it needs some sort of rejigging, I feel, with the BBL. Some sort of rejigging. And, and the auction was pitiful as well. There were players that should have been gotten that weren't. And there were a lot of things that kind of fell through at that point. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with it because it's, it's, such, it's got potential. It just feels like it hasn't reached that potential just yet. I want to build up the, the, the BBL final. But, I mean, the BBL final that we're about to get is the classic example of why the, the, the season needs to be shortened, like Bryce just said. Uh, because some of the best players in the world, we, I mean, we haven't got any marquee um, overseas player that's anchoring either team in the final. So there's no, you know, there's no one you can hang your hat on and, and go and sell it to, to a listening or a watching audience. Yeah. And our best players in Australia are in India. So, and that's for both sides. So Lance Morris not playing, um, Agar not playing for the, uh, uh, the, the Perth Scorchers. And then, Gee whiz, Usman Kawaja and, and Manus Labashain certainly put bums on seats. So imagine Man. those four just alone yeah. inserted back into both teams and what that would do. Now, the Western Australians absolutely love their T20 cricket and they're going to fill the stadium regardless. Good. My question is, though, how many people are going to be watching it? And this is what matters from a TV rights point of view for Channel 7 and uh, people like us who are broadcasting as well, our listeners. Um, how many people are going to be listening from South Australia, Queensland and New South Wales. I would suggest that the ratings for this final are going to be through the floor Ooh. and that's going to be another issue that Channel 7 are going to have to address. Yeah, it is. it's an interesting watch because T20, it's obvious it's the way of the future. You know, India just taking over left, right and centre and T20 is the way forward. It feels like one, uh, the one-dayers are becoming really redundant now. And so we're going to have to embrace it as a nation. It feels like Australia is just a little bit behind uh, particularly the subcontinent when it comes to embracing T20. We're still stuck on, and so we should be because our test team dominates and we'd love to see them dominate every summer. But uh, I, I reckon there's some more programs uh, that need to come in to build our T20 talent and uh, a bit of a shake-up, I think, for the BBL. But, Jace, thank you so much for coming in and uh, filling us in. My pleasure. And, uh, Gibber, we'll get on the, the hill for a couple of 2020 games next year. That's oh, okay. Sure. Long, okay. Yeah. I'll pat up. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Get around it. Anyway, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me, boys. I'll get back to where I belong. Cheers. Toyota Genuine Accessories. Designed to integrate with your Toyota. Text the show anytime on the SENSA text line 0427 154 166. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon.
Good morning, Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs with you for your Saturday morning. As we always say, Bryce, best day of the week. And we're here for our friends at Toyota. Toyota, genuine accessories, engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Bryce, it's been a while. It's been good to see your face again. I, I, I know all honesty, you have missed you. And just like that, first episode of the year, first show. I love show, how you call it an episode as well, like Netflix. Yeah, I'm not sure why I said that. <laughs> uh, but first show of the year. It's come and gone pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, as I say, time flies when you're having fun. But, um, you know, I've had a good time. We've got a big year ahead, Bryce. We're going to do some crazy things, and you're going to find out all about that as we go along. Now, I did say earlier that uh, when Novak Djokovic accidentally airdropped a photo to me. Now, just as a refresher, I went to the Adelaide International and uh, watched the tennis there. Novak was about to come on and I received an airdrop photo. It says, Novak Djokovic wants to share a photo with you. You know how the airdrop works, Bryce? Yeah, it does. It comes up on your phone and you can either accept or decline it. And Did you think someone was taking the piss? I thought thought it's clearly an impersonator and then I, I pressed on it. And uh, lo and behold, it's Novak, and he's giving a five-minute sign, and uh, and it's clearly meant for someone private. Like I don't know if he's saying five something else, and uh, you know, it's lucky for him it wasn't a, a nude or something along those <laughs> lines. And I've just had a text him from one of my mates who runs a um, a tradie business, is a bit of all trades, plumbing and electricity and stuff, and they had an. Uh, I remember this one now. Here, they had an iPad that was uh, shared around, and they they all had a uh, a few of them had an iPad each, and it had a cloud system where things would be shared across the iPad, like what people are searching, for instance. And uh, one of the boys was looking up some stuff on the iPad that was um, pretty uh, out there, to say the least. It was, uh, and all I can say was. It was unconventional to what um, normal men may or may not look up. And so this spread like wildfire across the company and uh, goes to show you just got to keep an eye on that cloud so you're not sharing photos accidentally. Yeah, that'll get you, won't it? It always will. It'll get you the cloud. I reckon it's cost a few people some relationships over the years. (laughs) There's uh, there's no doubt about that. But maybe we can try and get in contact. Michael Clark. Well, Mickey Clark, yep. With his shirt off, <laughs> Mickey Clark. Uh, Hamstring. Maybe we can try and get hold of Novak during the week. Maybe yeah. hit him up on Twitter and say, did you actually mean to send this to me? Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe you did. Uh, maybe yeah, he maybe. spotted you in the crowd and said, I oh, listen. Recognise me. Saturdays in SA. Yes. I'm- he tunes in. <laughs> he knows us. He may have recognised a long while ago. I had to go sing out the front of his hotel room yes, to try and um, Maybe he remembers that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm such a memorable uh, personality. I'm sure that was the reason. Bryce, what you got ahead today, mate? We're actually uh, starting an intra-club, playing a full-blown dress rehearsal uh, against each other. So I'd better get moving, Tommy. I'd get out there and get prepped for that. And get flogged. And uh, how how far, what do they expect of you through that? Uh, I think we're up for about uh, a 13 to 15K session this morning. So, um, yeah, well hydrated and... Oh, uh, go and attack it as best I can. Uh, Good luck with that, mate. Well, lovely to be with you. Uh, We'll catch you next week on Saturdays in SA. We're here, of course, for our friends, uh, Lumo Energy, broadcasting from Studio Lumo at number one King William Street. Goodbye. We'll catch you next week.